But we praise the Lord for the opportunity for what God is doing through Harvest Tabernacle in missions. And, you know, the, there's a verse in the Bible that is the driving force behind what we do here in our missions program. If you go out in the hallway and you look on the, the bulletin boards there, you'll see Mark sixteen fifteen. It says, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. In that verse, it, it is non-discretionary. It doesn't say you go or you go or you go. No, it says all of us. We all have a responsibility to go and to preach and spread the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus looked at those who were listening, and I believe it was the same crowd who saw him ascend up into the heavens, a crowd of 500 plus people, and he told them, go, ye go. It is a universal call. It's for all of us to hear. that This message that Jesus gave, it's the message of the church. It's what God has called us as the local assembly, uh, of local assembly of believers, of blood-bought believers, to go to the world and tell the world that Jesus died for them, that God so loved the world, that whosoever will can come and receive the Lord Jesus. They don't have to perish because Jesus died on the cross for them. This is the mission it's the mission. It's the message. The church is the messenger. And we should go and tell. Uh, the Bible tells us who we should go tell. Uh, we should go tell everyone. There are times it doesn't matter if they'll listen or not. Tell them. Let them know. God loves you. Uh, little Levi came up last night. He was handing everybody his little track. You know, it said, this side says God loves you. This side tells you how God, how you can go to heaven. And he's getting everybody those. And that's the message that we have. God loves you. And God gave his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for you. And because God loves you, you can go to heaven. Or this commandment that we have been given. Uh, we have a responsibility towards God. The responsibility uh, that we've been given is to love the Lord thy God with all of our mind, with our strength, with our soul, with our heart. If we turn all that we are and all that we have, all of our being, we turn over to God, we have this responsibility to love God. To love Him. We love Him because He first loved us. And this great responsibility. Uh, God asked for an intimate love. A close love. A love that is an undivided love. Uh, I've preached a lot of times from the book of the Song of Solomon. And in the introduction of the Song of Solomon, the little Shulamite maiden said, He kisses me uh, with the kisses of his mouth. And uh, when I think about that, you know, you can't kiss two people at the same time intimately. It's a one-on-one -on -one relationship. It's a relationship like you have with no one else. It's a relationship that whenever uh, you are 
loving God with all of your heart, you're going to, going to, you're going to want to kiss the Son. You're going to want to have that intimate relationship with Him. That responsibility, an intimate love, a passionate love, a personal love, and give Him all that we have in love. But there's a responsibility that we have, and there's a response that God asks from us. It is a response of love. The Bible tells us, God tells us in 1 Corinthians, He used the Apostle Paul to tell us that love never fails. True love, it will never fail. And in this sense, when we love God, and we're willing to give all that we are, and all that we have, we'll give that to God, we're going to love God with an obedient love. We're going to love Him obediently. And when Jesus said... Go ye. He said in Matthew chapter number 28. Go ye. He tells us in all four gospels. There is uh, that message. That to go. And to preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We obey him. We're obedient to him. Because we love him. He saved us. He gave his life for us. He died on the cross for us. And the least we can do is give our love and our life and our energies and everything and all that we have. Give it to God. Well, we have this obedient. We, we obey him by sacrificing. You have never loved anyone that you did not sacrifice for them. Love calls for sacrifice. And so we do sacrifice for God. Uh, we're able to, to take and to go and to preach. And a lot of times there is separation. I think about what our pastor was telling us uh, about that time of separation that he and his wife have sent apart. And you know, really there are times when for God we have given a sacrifice of ourselves to Him. Where the Bible tells us uh, that... We should give our body a living sacrifice. That we are to give it holy, acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. And to be honest with you, to me, it's more than reasonable. And it's not a service. It's something that I love to do. It's something that I want to do. I want to serve God. And I want to go for God. And I want to do something for God. Because He's done so much for me. If I can only just do a little something for Him and sacrifice who I am and what I am for God and His love. For the love of God is uh, the standard of our living. And it is the standard of our loyalty. And uh, love, this love never fails. And I'll close with this. We have a responsibility to God. We have a response to go. But then we have a reward from God. If you will go. If you'll, uh, God, God was speaking to Isaiah in Isaiah chapter number 6. He said, whom shall I send? And who will go for me? And Isaiah said, here am I, send me. Here am I, send me. But I assure you, every missionary, every pastor, every evangelist, everyone who is here and all those who are listening us, to us, there it does not come without 
the reward. 1 Corinthians 9.25, 1 Peter 1.4 tells us that we have an incorruptible crown waiting for us in heaven. If we'll obey God and serve God and preach the Word of God and go and tell others about God, there's an incorruptible crown that's waiting for you when you get to heaven. There won't be much reward in this life. There won't be much reward here. Uh, There won't be many handshakes and pats on the back here. But in heaven, there'll be immeasurable, eternal reward waiting for you if you'll give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. But in the here and now, there's joy. There's the presence of God. There's winning the souls, winning souls for God. All the reward isn't in heaven. There's some reward here. You can have the blessing. That I'll tell you this and I'm done. Back years ago, my pastor, Brother Melvin Payne, Dr. Melvin Payne at Westside Baptist Church, he asked me if I would pastor or to plant a Spanish mission church out of Westside in Newnan. And I told him, I said, Brother Melvin, well, I don't speak English. Uh, I, don't, I don't speak English, no. I, I don't speak Spanish. And, no, I speak Georgia redneck, but that's altogether different. And I said, I don't speak Spanish. And he said, well, God will help you to learn Spanish. So long story short, I, I agreed. I felt like the Lord would have me do that. And we began a little mission church. Uh, we started with zero. And the day the Lord led me to New Beginning, we had about 60 people who were coming regularly uh, to our Spanish services there. And one Sunday morning, there was a lady who had been coming. And uh, as she was coming, Miss Brenda, her and her husband, Johnny, they'd been coming to the services. And she came to the English services. And as the preaching was going on, the invitation was given. She came down to the altar. And I listened there. I didn't have to witness to her or give her the gospel. I didn't have to tell her how to be saved. She already knew the Holy Spirit was already working on her heart. And she began to cry. And she began to weep. And she started to give her heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what it's all about, folks. That's what it's all about. To bring them in. Bring them in. Bring them in. From the fields of sin. The mission of the church. The messengers of the church. You and I go to the world and preach the gospel.